a playlist original. Hey everyone, what's going on? Jeff here from Films at Home, and thank you for coming back to the podcast today. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to interview Brian Starr, who you guys may have seen somewhere online, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. He's been sort of everywhere over the last couple of years and really has become one of the biggest up and coming creators in this world of like movie collectors and movie lovers. So you probably know his content. He's under B star cinema and all of his links will be in the description, but Brian's been making some really cool content. He has one of the biggest collections um, that I've seen and is a real dedicated uh, physical media lover. And he's also been doing some really cool stuff, you know, upgrading all of his DVDs to Blu-ray and 4k. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk a little bit about like the content creation, you know, side of things and that hustle, um, how he works with his daughter, which is actually a really, a really cool thing that he does um, from time to time in his videos and just sort of, you know, just chit chat and have a conversation and, and talk, you know, physical media and movies. And Brian's a, Brian's a super cool guy and has lots of good tips on, you know, how to upgrade your collection and how to curate and, and all that good stuff that we talk about here on the podcast. So I think you guys will really like him. I definitely enjoyed my conversation with them and uh, for sure, go check out his content. B star cinema. It's B S T A R R cinema, all one word. He's everywhere on every platform. So go support him and let's jump right into the interview and I'll talk to you guys at the end. Hey everyone here with uh, Brian star B star cinema. Thanks for, thanks for joining us today on the podcast. Excited to have you. I've been I should have had you on way before now, so I'm glad you were patient and worked with me and waited because I don't know how I haven't had you on yet. Um, but yeah, you want to give the people a little uh, little background on you and what you're doing out there and the you're doing a ton of content creations. Talk a little bit about that and just you know who you are, what you're all about. Yeah, well, yeah. Again, thanks th- thanks for having me on here for sure. Um, I just. I like talking with people about movies and I don't really have a lot of people around me to do that in person and it's a digital age. And so I am, I'm making the podcast circuit, uh, and, uh, excited to just nerd out on movies, uh, physical media, anything, anything nerdum, you know, you can, you can see it behind me, like anything pop yeah. culture, um, I'm totally into and, but yeah, so B star cinema across the board and I do content on TikTok and Instagram where I talk a lot about movies and, uh, even over on my YouTube, uh, I'm trying my best to kind of do some movie content like, uh, trailer reactions, um, uh, PR unboxings, which can be fun. Um, and then, uh, I'm actually about to go to a comic con. And so content about, you know, what you can find at cons and what you can find even in um, thrift stores. Like if you want to try and get a cheap uh, movie collection going, um, things like that. So really, it's just stuff that I like to talk about and hopefully people also um, enjoy as well. Um, yeah, like I said, you know, I, I want to do podcasts to have these conversations. That's kind of how I want my content to be as well is just to kind of. Um, share in in an experience that I think other people might uh, like to enjoy. Yeah, well, I can tell you it's definitely it's definitely working because when I started, so I, I've been doing the YouTube thing for a long, long mm-hmm. time. Like f- it's been five years now plus. Yeah, and TikTok came around, and I was poking around, and I was like, yeah, I don't know if this app is. I don't know if anybody's going to care. I don't know if anybody cares yeah. about what I have to say, and. I came across your stuff and what you had started doing. I think some of, well, when I caught on to your videos, it was sort of like people would be like, I bet you don't have this movie. Yeah. And you'd be like, well, first of all, I have thousands of movies. Here's my movie wall. Yeah. And you would just like pull it out and talk about it and be like, you know, what's next? Try me, challenge me. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So like there is, there is an audience for this stuff, even on TikTok. So honestly, you're, you're probably the reason I even ended up over there at all was because awesome. I saw those yeah. and I was like, yeah, was like, oh, wow. This guy has like at the time, like five, six hundred thousand followers. And I was like, yeah. OK, there's something there. And it was it was cool just to see you connect with with people that probably weren't even collectors either that just loved mm-hmm. movies. Like that's that's the thing I think a lot of people get hung up on when I talk about 
sure we talk about physical media and like yeah. blu-ray and 4k but like at the end of the day we all just like movies like there's no <laughs> there's no other reason behind it it's not like i i specifically like blu-ray and i'm just so dedicated yeah, yeah, yeah. to a disc yeah, yeah, yeah. like like right. no i like i like movies and that's how i think you can you know i've tried to connect with people through that content but like just find people who just enjoy movies and maybe get them to buy a couple discs and support it but like i never expect yeah. anybody to have the collection i have i just want to connect with similar-minded people yeah yeah exactly and that's honestly like um when i first started doing the the move the movie wall uh content um my collection was probably 99% DVD. Um, mm -hmm. I, it, it, it took TikTok getting me into Blu-ray. I totally blame TikTok um, for <laughs> how much money I've spent in the last two years. Um, and, but I, you know, I love it. I absolutely enjoy it. But um, yeah. And, and a lot of people would say, you know, why not DVD or why not Blu-ray? You know, why, why are you still buying DVD? And I was like, you know, in the end to me, a movie is a movie, you know, Godfather can still be enjoyed on that, on that brick of a VHS, you know, double VHS uh, as it can on the 4k that, you know, recently came out. And, and um, my, my biggest, uh, my biggest um, thing or my biggest film that kind of goes towards that and kind of proves that for me at least is Blair Witch Project which mm -hmm. you know looks like it was filmed straight onto a VHS um and it's still just as impactful and um you know super super successful and doesn't necessarily matter really how you watch it as long as uh you watch it it's, for me yeah it's all about the content uh, for sure um, but yeah, back, back in the day, the, the DVD wall, um, yeah. was, was, uh, was wild. <laughs> yeah. oh, I was always surprised at like the stuff that people would pull out and ask you and you'd be mm -hmm. like, yep, got it, got it, got it. I mean, you, you had, you ran the gamut of like, yeah, I've got the mainstream stuff. Yeah. I've got the weird stuff. Yeah. I've got the cult yeah. stuff. Like you yeah. had quite the collection and then, uh, yeah, the, the new content I've been really liking is the the DVD to Blu-ray or 4k upgrades yeah. and how you're like finding yeah. those in thrift stores. So like, I'd love to talk a little bit about that, like tips, tricks, how you're finding, you know, good deals. Because I think a lot of people, they always come to me and they're always asking and it's like, well, I can give you a link and shoot you to Amazon or Best Buy. And like, yeah, you'll pay yeah. whatever retail price is for. But like, I know myself, I have found, criterion blu-rays at a salvation army for a dollar mm -hmm. i found dawn of the dead on blu-ray back when that was super hard and out of print for like three bucks oh, right, at a yeah. goodwill so yeah. i would always recommend that but uh, you you guys i feel like you have a lot more to choose from you guys have a lot of stores out there huh yeah the midwest is just full now you know i'm in kentucky which is like knocking on the door of the midwest but yeah um these the the this is like the this is why horror cons do so well out here is we we have this just kind of way of living and and horror cons for some reason does really well with that way of living and that's not even related to like what i'm about to go into but um we're just a we're just a different brand of people and we love a flea market. We, we love, um, uh, a thrift store, um, you know, in a maybe 10 mile radius from where I live, I probably have six Goodwills and that's not even, uh, of course, and then counting the, the knockoff, you know, you know, no brand thrift stores, mom and pop shops. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, when, when, when I first started collecting, it was around 2003 or 2004. And the reason I started collecting was my parents actually collected and we collected VHS. We had a whole closet. Um, literally you opened it up and it was alphabetized by genre. And my dad had a list and every time we bought a movie, he would write it on the list until we could print a new one. And, um, I loved it. And then DVD came out and, um, that's, you know, when I started to realize it was getting closer to when I was going to leave for college. And that's when I realized I'm not going to be able to take this collection that I love so much with me. So I should mm -hmm. start. 
And I did. And um, my first DVD was Dumb and Dumber. I was a big comedy boy back in the day. And uh, um, um, and so, yeah, I, I started any way that I could, which was not buying uh, brand new. Um, I couldn't afford it. I, I, it could not happen, especially um, through college as well, even after college a little bit. Uh, so I went to any store that I could find to get secondhand DVDs. And that has carried its way into my adult life. And even though I have adult money and can go and buy any movie that I want to, if I really wanted to, um, I'm still just like, ah, let me, let me wait. Let me wait and see. And sometimes that works out and sometimes I totally miss, you know, the, the best new release or whatever. But um, the way that I kind of talked myself into switching from DVD to Blu-ray was to do it for as cheap as possible. And so I, I started a series um, maybe half a year ago, maybe a year ago, but I started a series that I do every now and then where I say that I'm replacing my entire DVD collection with Blu-ray for as cheap as possible, even though that's impossible to do um, because some DVDs didn't even go to Blu-ray. Lots of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so even though that's not impossible, or even though that's impossible to do, that's kind of my hook. Um, but it's true. Like I would like to replace as much as I can and for as cheap as possible. And so I will hit up, we have peddlers malls out here. We have uh, thrift stores, flea markets uh, for the weekends. But my favorite thing to do, the true hack, and this is how I helped build my collection even stronger, even larger. It could, and, and the crazy thing is it could be double the size if I wasn't picky or if I had room. Um, the, the true hack is Facebook marketplace. If you don't care about DVD or Blu-ray or 4k, you could buy someone's whole DVD collection, you know, that they had in 2005, 2006, and they're trying to get rid of, you could buy it for cents for, yeah. uh, if, if you're getting a DVD, if you're buying, let's say 200 movies from someone, you 30 cents or lower is, is what I tried to do. And I was very successful at doing that. And I purchased, I, I one time at one time I purchased a thousand movies from someone. I did not keep all a thousand. And in fact, another hack is I kept what I wanted and then resold everything that I had and made my money back. And and I would say I'm kind of pulling this number out of nowhere, but three to four hundred movies that are in my collection were completely free by doing that. Um, and it was great. And, and, and it's because of that, that I started getting into horror because I was getting like house, for instance, I was getting these like, you know, popular horror films, but not like Halloween popular and, yeah. um, watching them. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is fantastic. And so all, all roads kind of like converged all because of uh, marketplace, but Blu-ray, um, same thing. I I've purchased 300 Blu-rays from someone for about a dollar each. And yeah, you're dropping 300 at a time. And I'm sure not a lot of people can pull that off. Um, but you would be surprised. Uh, I, I would, if you really want to get into building a collection, even if it's Blu-ray, um, get into Facebook Marketplace daily. You'd be, you would be surprised what you can find. It's the only reason I have Facebook. I, I, I do nothing on Facebook except uh, I have Facebook Marketplace. That's it. I, I hear you. I do the exact same thing with Facebook. Like I have... There is a Films at Home Facebook page, which I literally put up like a few months ago. <laughs> like I just, yeah. I fought it for so long and now it's just like, it's mostly connected to my Instagram. Like whatever I post there just yeah, goes yeah. to Facebook. Um, but yeah, I only use it for Marketplace and I've, I found some incredible deals on there. I mean, I just bought a truck off of Facebook Marketplace. Oh my so, <laughs> I mean, it's, it is, and it was probably three four maybe five thousand dollars under like what a dealer would charge because yeah you know so it didn't have to deal with a dealer i you know did all my research right. on you have to be careful yeah. but i mean sure. it's it's amazing because i've bought <clears throat> i mean i've bought uh equipment like home theater stuff off of there mm -hmm. i mean there was a guy yeah. the other day selling a I, I almost bought it from him and i said i don't need another one but one of the Panasonic 4K players, which goes for four or five hundred bucks, 
he had it brand new in the box for $150. And I was like, that's crazy. Do I, do I need another one? I don't know. Like I almost bought it. He ended up selling it to somebody yeah. else, which I felt better about because they probably would use <laughs> it. But I, yeah, I mean, you can find insane deals. And like you said, buying in bulk is so smart. If you, if you are trying to build a collection, there's kind of something fun about buying three, four, five hundred, yeah. going through, doing your own curation and like, yeah, I'm going to take these hundred. And then, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can go and flip the other 300 and all the movies you kept are free. Like if you're willing to put in the effort, you really can build a collection for almost next to nothing. If you have a little bit of money to put up front, which is the really cool thing about just like the internet these days, you could use Facebook. You go on places like Mercari. I don't know if anybody uses that app, but I found good deals on there. I saw stuff on whatnot now where like, I curate curate my collection. I throw it up there. I say auction starts at a dollar. Who wants it? Like, I don't even care what I get for it. And I hope somebody buys it and enjoys it. And that's been really cool too. So it's, yeah, the power of the internet. And if you've got those thrift stores, that's like the thrill of the hunt that is, it's missing. I think going like direct to consumer and going online with everything is it's fine. Like we're getting things faster and easier, but you do miss yeah. that thrill of the hunt. Like the, yeah, I can't believe I found this movie for two bucks on the shelf and I can take it home yeah. today. And like, I do miss that a little bit. I only up here, I'm, I just moved up to New Hampshire and we have bull moose and that's yeah, yeah, great. I mean, that's a great, and I found plenty of stuff there because they have all the weird stuff and they take trade in. So they yeah. have cool stuff, but like that's the only place I have to really go. There's like a couple Goodwills and a Salvation Army, but I don't have like half price books or like any of that cool right, stuff yeah. that the Midwest has. So I'm very yeah, jealous. Yeah. Very jealous of you guys. Yeah, you got a cool, yeah, cool setup out there. Yeah, it's absolutely for sure. Um, very, very lucky. And the nice thing about it too is, especially being in Louisville, is if I want to go hit up Indianapolis, that's two hours away. Cincinnati's an hour above. Uh, I'm going to Columbus this weekend. Nashville's two hours below, uh, which has McKay's. I don't know if you've heard of McKay's. No. Um, it's like it's like the New York Library uh, of of everything: books, movies, vinyls. And they have like 50 cent uh, bargain bins full of movies. Um, it's in, it's, it's worth the trip. It's insane. But um, you you mentioned uh, the, the thrill of the hunt. And that is, that is for me, that is key. Um, yeah. And that's in, in part of, and like I mentioned, you know, I have adult money, but the thrill of the hunt keeps me from just, Oh, new movie coming out pre-order. Um, right. I like part of me kind of wants to miss out because I'd rather have the thrill of the hunt. And um, I, you know, I, I also collect um, Funko Pops and, and I mentioned in a video where I don't pre-order Funko Pops one, because I would pre-order everything that I liked. <laughs> um, but, uh, but two is yeah the thrill of the hunt. You know, when I go to these comic cons, I want to, I want to find the, the, the pop that I've been looking for and, you know, more than likely it's going to be double, triple the price. Um, so you, you do got to kind of think about it that way. Um, but uh, with movies, uh, at least the thrill of the hunt, you never know, you might get it cheaper um, when, when you do that. And there has been multiple times throughout the years where I find something that I am just blown away by. And it's probably not so much because it's worth more, but it, you know, it was a movie that maybe I heard about years ago and mm-hmm. I saw it and it, everything clicked and it just like blew my mind and it was a dollar and those moments, that's what I, that's what I go for. That's what I hunt for when I get to these, when I get to these places, cause you just never know what someone's going to have. And that's, um, that's a blast. Yeah, no, that is, the, I think that's the beauty of collecting anything as you are. Like I, I don't pre-order I don't think I've ever pre-ordered a movie and people may think that's crazy with how many I have, but I I feel the same way. Like I, even back when I was, I used to work right by a target and I'd be at that target Mm -hmm. every Tuesday trying to get the new steel book or the, 
but like I didn't pre-order them. I was like, let me yeah. go into the store and see what they've got and see if I'm lucky enough. And sometimes I missed and sometimes I hit. Yeah. Um, but that is the fun part of it. And I do, I still do that. I still go into Goodwills and like, I don't want to spend. And I tell people this all the time because I'll, I'll have people comment on a video or on a social media post or whatever. And they'll say like, oh, I really want this, but like my wallet's killing me right now and I don't get paid till next Friday. Like my advice would be if that movie is the difference between like you having enough money and getting paid and your wallet really like you don't need it that bad. Like yeah. save it. The, yeah. There's that fear of missing out that so many people yeah. had. And like you just said, like you you literally don't fear missing out. Like you you like yeah. to miss out sometimes to try to go find yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's that yeah. fear of missing out is huge everywhere. And I know yeah. I probably don't help with like <laughs> videos and stuff and, you know, releasing things when it comes out. But that's just like that's just doing a review. I, I'm not I would never advocate like, hey, yeah, you better go into credit card debt to go buy these yeah, 10 yeah. movies. Like it's, right. you know, the reality is within three months, most of these $20 movies dip down to 12, 15 bucks anyway. Within six months, you usually get them for 10. And if you are really looking on Facebook and stuff, even on eBay, there's plenty yeah. of people who just like, they. I see it all the time. They strip the digital code out. They take that. Yep. And for whatever reason, they bought the physical movie and they sell the physical for like 12 bucks. Like there's plenty yeah, of ways you can go and build for cheap. I just did that with um, Love and Thunder and Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Saw someone, you know, they took the digital code and I got yeah. it for 10 bucks each, I think. This is before Black Friday, you know, when uh, I, I know Thor was pretty cheap. But, um, yeah, if you have just like a, a little bit of patience, you know, unless it's like your diehard movie, you know, yeah. unless, you know, you have, you have a tattoo of Halloween, you know, that is your movie. And it comes out, it's like the greatest, you know, signed by Jamie Lee Curtis, steel book, you know. Right. Yeah, maybe go for it. <laughs> yeah, no, there's always but, exceptions. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, if, you know, random movie here and there, you either get it or you don't. Uh, whatever happens, happens. Um, and uh, yeah, but yeah, my, 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 my whole thing for sure is... That's what I said. I, I used to say that back in the day of uh, the movie wall is because um, more and more people, like you said, um, more and more people's collections started coming out of nowhere. Like physical yeah. media people started coming out of the woodworks and some people's collections were, you know, just a nice, and, you know, <laughs> and I'm, I'm just like, man, these guys got great collections. So how do I stand out? Oh yeah, I'm the biggest cheapskate cheapskate on this platform. I have like there's everyone's got these like brilliant arrows and 4Ks, steel books, and I'm just like, well, here's a DVD of Tenet, you know, <laughs> a movie that probably should have been bought on Blu-ray. Um, and um, yeah, so uh, unfortunately, you know, I, I I'm still like, if I can get as cheap as possible, that'd be that'd be great for sure. Yeah, but I mean, it is like I mean. It all comes back to just like, if you don't love the movies, don't, don't buy them. And there's no, there's no point in buying something that you're not going to watch that you're never going to, if you're not going to rewatch it, like I've, this has been something I struggled with was I was like the buy everything guy. And now it's, now it's like, well, I have this workflow. I talked about it in in another podcast where I'm like, nice. if I watch it and I said, I'd never rewatch it again it can go in the trade for sale pile. Like I just don't, yeah. I don't need it. And if, if I would watch it again, I'll keep it. If it's something that's like special, unique to me that I care about, like, yeah, I'll keep it. But like, I've been getting rid of a lot of stuff that I've just watched once and said, nah, don't need it. Somebody else can enjoy it. And I'll put it towards, you know, some special edition or something that really means more to mm-hmm. me. And, yep. you know, I'll yep. spend the money on that. It's, that curation is super important, but also just, yeah, people have to remember, like, we do this because we love the co- the content. Like, it doesn't, Yeah. there's too many, I, I fight these people in my comments all the time. There's too yeah. many, like, there's too many gatekeepers of 4K and people who will be like, yeah. you only have that movie on DVD, like, you suck. And it's like, what, what do you mean you suck? Like, they have it's the wild. movie, they, they love it, they watch it how they want to watch it, like, 
You don't have yeah. to have a 4K TV. You don't have to have 12 speakers. You don't like those things are not required to enjoy movies. Are they super yeah. cool if you can do it? Yeah, sure. But like, you don't need them. At the end of the day, we're just yeah. enjoying content. So I, I, I feel you. And I say, good for you for doing it as cheap as possible because you know what? You've got yeah. a, a better collection that you probably enjoy more than a lot of people who maybe spent thousands and tens of sure. thousands of dollars you know it's it's personal to you and that's what i think a collection needs yeah, to be yeah. absolutely um yeah you uh, you mentioned um uh so I, I i i you mentioned you know people commenting about um yeah different quality setups whatever the gatekeepers uh, I, multiple times i got uh comments about my setup you know like let's see your setup i'm like man i got a ps4 i don't even have a dvd player you know i don't even have um uh, i have a sound bar i don't have surround sound like i you know my my parents did and i miss it don't get me wrong like don't get me wrong i would love a home theater for sure, sure you know but uh, i got a ps4 um i still haven't even unboxed the 4k player that uh i think it was columbia sent me um i want oh, yeah, to you know yeah. <laughs> but i also just like rewired like my tv setup and uh the 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 thought of <laughs> trying to do that again is is um you know pushing that off more and more um speaking of that we both went through a move recently did you yeah. go through did you go through any like let's get rid of these movies you know because i i have to pack them all that yeah that's that's honestly where this my mindset changed when i had to move because i i'd yeah. moved so i moved out of i started a collection when i started collecting i was in college um i moved into we like refinished the basement in my parents house my senior year i think and i was down there with my fiance now my wife for like a year and that's where i started collecting but like i had a few hundred so we moved yeah. out of there i moved into a condo yeah. i brought them with me it wasn't a big deal i had like maybe four or five bins of movies and even when i moved out of the condo into my first house a few and this is four years ago i still only had like i had a lot but like i did i put them all in my truck and drove them to the new place like it wasn't overwhelming yeah. Having had a dedicated space in a house for four years and then trying yeah. to move this time. Yeah. I looked at it. I started packing stuff up and I was like, this is not going to work. Like, even though we were hiring movers and everything, like we, we were getting help this time. I, I got so overwhelmed trying to fit everything into boxes. Like I still have stuff yeah. in boxes. I purged a ton though. I think no joke. I've gotten rid of close to a thousand movies in the last wow. three or four months. I know that I've sold two. I, I did like bulk. I, I put like 400 movies together and I sold it to somebody on, on Instagram nice. twice. I've done that. So that was like seven or 800 and yeah. I traded in a bunch more. It's gotta be pushing a thousand at this point. And that really wow. did. That's what changed my mindset. Cause I was like, I was also getting anxious about just like space and mm -hmm. like getting closed in on. And I was like, this, like your collection yeah, sure. should never give you like anxiety. And like, <laughs> like this is not yeah. a healthy thing. So yeah, I mean, that's totally where it came from. That's where my whole mindset changed. It was like, yeah. I got to move, even though I was moving to a bigger space, I have more space than I had then now, Yeah, but I wanted to be able to use the space better. And I feel so much better about like, instead of having shelves i can put posters up and like stuff yeah, that yeah. i just really enjoy like i can hang things on the wall because i don't need all that wall space to be to be shelving yeah. so yeah i don't yeah. know did you yeah, go yeah. did you go through the same sort of thing when you moved i actually did a youtube video um that it took me uh, i started filming in january of this year yeah and then i moved in in august and so i would film at, at least once a month that whole six months doing the hard thing of getting rid of movies that I like, you know, half of which I really kind of liked. Um, but at the same time, I was like, 
I just don't think I'm ever going to watch it again. Right. Um, there's a lo- there was a lot of movies that I was like, I'm only keeping this because I'm a completionist, but these are mm-hmm. awful. Like Hangover, the Hangover trilogy. I only have the first Hangover now, and um, you know, when am I ever going to watch two and three again? It's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Um. So I was making like those decisions. Um. And uh, yeah, I have been through so many moves with that collection that you know even when i moved into my first ever apartment um after college it was already like ridiculous and um and then yeah getting into a house with professional ikea shelves that i spent over a thousand dollars on and it just in the collection just kept building this also um when i started doing the movie content the movie wall content I opened up a PO box and I probably received 300 plus movies in the mail completely for free from people. And so not only did I have the movie wall, I had a stack that was, and and then that's all in the YouTube video. It's, it was a stack just full and um, it was insane. It was, it was absolutely insane. And so I was like, I need to get rid of as many as I can. I did not get rid of the plot twist or a uh, spoiler alert. I, I did not get rid of uh, as much as I wanted to. Um, it, it was really uh, difficult, but I, I came to, uh, I came to a number that I was like, I think I want to stick to this number and for the rest of my life. And if I can bring it down, that would also be great too. But um, uh, yeah, it was a move changes everything for, yeah. for sure. Yeah, well, yeah, it was it was that, and then and and you probably had some of this too. Um, I had I had the kid, so once the kid comes into play, you're like, oh boy, I'm not like just an individual anymore. <laughs> like I'm a yeah. I'm a dad now, and I have other people. I have to act, like I've never had to take care of anybody but myself. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, so that yeah. that changed my whole mindset too. Just like. Do I, it was just like, do I need all of this stuff? Like, I don't need all, I'd rather have a space that is more family friendly than literally just like shelves on shelves on shelves on shelves. And it's like a room that I go into, I get overwhelmed with just to say that I have, just to say I have this many movies. I used to do, I was all about that. I would like, I had the count on my Instagram page, like up oh, 3,257 yes. movies. Like how many yeah. can I get to? And it was yeah, like, yeah. I, I was like, I'm going to be an archive. I'm going to be a library. I'm going to own everything. And people are going to come yeah. to me. And yeah. it's like, that's, that's, <laughs> that's not the reality. I don't even know anybody who I literally offer it up and like, nobody even wants to take my movies. So it's like, yeah. I was like, this, this just needs to change. My whole mindset changed. Just like, let's cool. get, yeah. just like, let's get more comfortable with it like let's enjoy it and not have it be a burden because it can be like you know you're you're constantly buying shelving you're constantly like how can i display these oh my god that shelf ran out well what funky like weird shelving thing am i gonna do next like yeah yeah. (laughs) we all have limited space like if i was martin scorsese i'd yeah i'd have every movie i'd ever want in three bedrooms full of stuff but like yeah. Not nobody is that. <laughs> no, nobody has that yeah. space. And then yeah, 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 yeah you, no. you have kids, and it's just like here goes the space, you know, that you thought you had. It it yep. changes your whole mindset. Um, but I do love. I will say, speaking of kids, I love the content you do with your daughter. It. Thank you. It's yeah. so much fun. We have. Uh, I just uh, just announced this to everybody like in my last video, but I have a I have a daughter on the way, so I'm looking forward wow. to. To that, we've got the I've got the son now. Yeah. We we had the yeah. boy. We have a girl coming in January, so I'm like, yeah. I, I look at Congrats. I look at you and your daughter, and I'm just like, that's that's the relationship I hope to have because it's it seems like so much fun. It is, man. It's fun, and um, she's hilarious, yeah. and just so goofy, and and a lot of her ideas are in the videos, and I absolutely love it. Um, she doesn't like to do it all the time. And as much as I would love to be like, no, no, this is perfect. You know, we, this, this is great. You know, I have to be like, ah, I can't, 
You know, I, I yeah. cannot. You know what? You know what movie? Oh my gosh, I don't even know if I can think of it. It had. Um, oh wow, it's about a guy who plays piano. He's insanely, insanely good. Oh my gosh, that's is that all you can give me? But basically, yeah. <laughs> um, he um, he he might be on the spectrum a little bit. He's played by a very famous actor who is in the Pirates of the Caribbean series uh, as the as the villain. I, I'm pretty sure that's him in the first one. And that is all I can give you. And he's jumping on a trampoline at one point, and that's that's all I remember. But the other thing I do remember is his dad was the worst because he was always like, "You have to do, you know, you have to play, mm-hmm. you have to be the best, you have to do this," and it totally like ruined him as an adult. Yep. Um, and uh, I'm going to think of it. It's going to happen by the end of this. <laughs> and um, but that, but that I and I saw that as when I I saw that when I was very young, and it it, it uh, affected affected me uh, to the point where, yeah, if Willow's not up for it, I can't do it. And there's been like multiple yeah. times where I was like, you know what, Willow would be really great here, but and and you know I just kind of throw it out there. It's like, hey, you want to make a you want to make a TikTok? And she says no. It's like, all right. That's yeah. fine. I, you know, I see, I see the families on YouTube, and uh, it just doesn't look like it's going to work out that <laughs> that well. So, it's, um, as much as I love her in, in it, in, in, in every um, video that she's in, um, it's kind of like Christmas Day. You know, you, you do it, do it once there, you know, every year, yeah. and it's going to be great. And then you got to wait until the next time. Yeah. Yeah. No, it has to be. It has to be fun. Like. I've thought about that too. Like the kid, he's he's only he's gonna be fifteen months tomorrow. He's still too young to do anything. But I'm just like, yeah. If I'm still doing this in four or five years, like, I would love if he was interested. If he wanted to do something, like, yeah, you want to you want to come on and give a give your thirty second review of you know some movie you just watched or like yeah. Toy Story, which everybody knows and loves, but you've just experienced for the first time. Like, let's yeah. give your your honest five year old review of that movie. <laughs> Maybe you hated yeah. it because um, that's funny. But like, yeah, I need it. Would need to be fun for them. It would have to be something that they'd want to to do. Because you're right. Those the the YouTube families. I'm sure there are there's some out there that are perfectly fine and they're well adjusted. Yeah. But boy, I look at some of them and it's it's so forced. And I just know, yeah. like you, you know, those kids are turning eighteen and just sprinting to the opposite coast of whatever their parents live on. Like they are yeah, gone. Right. They're, yeah. they're so getting, far out of there. Getting away from a camera, I would say. As well. Yeah, they just—it's so much, and people they film everything. There's no privacy, and like, yeah, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. But like, I would love for them to have fun because you're—I mean, your daughter Willow's gotten to do some really cool stuff she had that whole that whole dreamworks saga there for a little bit was awesome it was insane um yeah yeah they uh dreamworks commented on my uh, my daughter willow did an interview or uh, um, a review which wasn't really a review but she gave a score to a couple of movies that she saw recently and she gave uh the bad guys which is a good film um a 10 out of 10 and (laughs) dreamworks commented on it and, and, and said something and uh i think that oh i think they were saying i think they literally commented hold on we're we're waiting to put willow's review on the poster yeah and i was like listen if you guys do that i will print it and part <laughs> of me commented that on purpose because i knew that's a great story and that's yeah. a great uh, piece of content and they did that and i did as i said uh, except i was also filming at the time um, and then, and then, you know, it blew up and, um, I, DreamWorks sent a, a package for Willow. And, um, the, the nice thing about that, um, initial video that blew up is Willow didn't have to be involved. So I didn't have to like push her to be like, all right, now we got to do this, Willow. You gotta, you gotta do this because people are counting on it. Right. Um, and so I didn't have to do that, which was great. And then when the package came, um, um, you know, I did my best to not like force a camera in her face as she opened it. Um, you can see by her reaction, it isn't like a, oh, you know, like the kid opening up, was it a Nintendo 64 or something like yeah. that, um, you know, type of reaction, but you can still see her reaction is super special and it was great and she loved it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I have it framed 
um, on my wall. Uh, it says, I give it a 10 out of 10 Willow and it's the poster <laughs> for the bad guys. Yeah, uh, yeah that was that was super cool. I'm I'm so I was so happy they did that and actually followed through because I remember I remember I saw the video, I saw the comment, I was like, oh, this would be this would be really really yeah. funny if they like went through with this and yeah, it was it was great it. it was great content. I mean, I don't I hope like I don't know how you could have marketed better to kids with that. I mean, hey, here's our here's our kid reviewer. And, he gave it a ten out of ten. Kids like, and adults. Yeah, I had so was, many people comment. It was genius. I'm going to watch it now. Yeah, and I'm just like movie studios, listen up. I know. I don't know how you you know maybe don't don't try and fake it, but maybe just like slide into people's comments and, and just see right. what happens. It's it's free, you know. Um, to, to, to do that. And then if something blows up, something blows up. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, it, and that's what I appreciate about your marketing. stuff too, is like the authenticity of it is important. And people, and people get on me sometimes and they're like, your videos are, they're very like straightforward. And like, you just sort of, you know, I don't do anything over the top and I don't have, I don't have crazy yeah. edits and like memes exploding all over the screen. And like, yeah, like, yeah. Crazy re- like, I just, I don't know. I'm just here to like talk movies and just like, I don't know. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm an adult. Like I, I you know, I, I react and get excited about things, but like, yeah, you know, there's a lot of things going on. Like how excited am I about this? You know, I keep yeah, it, yeah, I yeah. keep it measured. Like I don't go over the top and fake it, which so many people do there's yep. so the the fake excitement and the yeah. the the screaming at your computer and it's like yeah. dude, i've been i've been so excited about some stuff like yeah. i loved seeing three spider-men on the screen together i loved sure. the force awakens trailer when that came out and like avengers and like Fantastic. i was excited about this stuff i just got maybe it's just me but like i could not scream at my tv or screen like that like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know i have a smile and i'm like oh my god this is so cool and this is awesome and like i'm yeah. kind of like blown away but like i appreciate what you because you don't go over the top with that and you easily could have with something like that dream yeah for you sure. know or, or some of the other yeah, things you've right, done right, with right. like with disney or um you know even just some of your own trailer reactions and stuff and you you don't and yeah. it's it's so much more authentic and i think that those people may get more views, but I would say, and I always say this, like I, I put my audience up against them just in terms of like the, the community and like yeah. actual people yeah. being here and engaging with you because you're, you're yeah. real. And I think that's yeah, yeah, so yeah. much online. Yeah, no, no, for sure. It's, it's tough because I, I get excited. I get, I get excited about things. Um, I yeah. just posted my reaction to the, uh, to the Mario trailer and, um, <laughs> you can, you can, you can look at my face and it's like, you know, a couple of laughs and haha, yeah. that's great. And Oh, princess peach. That's awesome. But then at the end, when they show Mario Kart, which is a staple <laughs> in my childhood and yeah. rainbow road, right? I went, I went nuts, but yeah, I mean, but it's real. That's the difference. It constant right that 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 trailer doesn't deserve that you know all all trailers don't deserve that most it's usually at the end when it goes crazy um and um so you know showing that excitement is is definitely great because other people are going to be excited at those times for sure but the the um the absolute standing up and cheering screaming ripping shirts going crazy (laughs) um that's that, honestly that's for basketball go go do that in the fan you know in the fan area go 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 to a soccer game in, in the fa- in the fan area and go nuts but um yeah yeah i don't, you know. Just, I don't know about you can't movies. be at a 10 all the, you know, <laughs> if, if you start yeah, at a tough. 10 then where do you go from there that's what i say like you yeah you, uh, you see the opening yeah. shot of a trailer and you rip your shirt off and you're screaming it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. well that was <laughs> There's two minutes left, and I don't know how you can top what you just did in the first five <laughs> seconds. So, yeah. like when yeah, yeah, when yeah. you do get the big reveal at the end of holy, you know, holy shit, they're doing Mario Kart and Rainbow Road. Like this is awesome, and there was like yeah. that Mad Max Fury Road like type, Dude, like yeah. like with yeah, everybody the behind them. Yeah, yeah, it was like Ready cool. Player One almost. Like that was yeah. awesome, but you can't rip your shirt again. So like you've, yeah, 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 you've yeah. blown it for the whole video. Like you have you no know, other shirts. Right. Like, 
I, I, I do appreciate the, yeah, there's, there's peaks and valleys to everything. Yeah. We can't always be here. Like you're going to just look insane. And I, I just, yeah, I've never understood it. Maybe I'm just too measured myself, but like I get excited, but like I just, when it warrants it's the, it. <laughs> it's, the, it's the, it's the dopamine hits that people are yeah. constantly looking for. It's, it's it why those movies are, you know, billion dollar movies. Um, it's, it's, it's nothing but dopamine hits and I get it. I'm, I'm a sucker for it. People hated uh, rise of Skywalker, man. I was, I was a sucker for it because it was constantly just like, Oh, look who it, look who it, Oh, oh you know, yeah, yeah. It was just constantly like, you know, it felt nice. And, and then you kind of review it later and, and that's when things fall apart. Um, but uh, um, yeah, no, it's, it's tough. The state of movies is tough. Well, that's, um, I but, wanted to ask you, yeah, do, yeah, you, yeah. do you feel like we've gotten to a point where it's, there's fan service and there's great moments and lots of movies that yeah. like give you that, yeah. like, oh, they brought him back or they brought her, like a character's coming back. I feel like we've gotten dangerously close to a point where they're just like doing it for the sake of doing it sometimes. And it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't necessarily yeah. fit or make sense that we had to have these 15 cameos or like that call back to this movie. Like I, some it, it's becoming almost like formulaic, which scares me a little bit. Yeah. It's dangerous. And it's also dangerous to talk about because someone is going to take the words and misconstrue construe them, whatever that word is, um, you know, and, 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 and look at what's happening to Tarantino and Scorsese. Um, anytime they mention the word Marvel, they get dragged, yeah. you know, and it's like, but, but have you seen their filmographies? You know, it's <laughs> especially Scorsese. Come on. Right. But whatever. But, um, but it's tough. It's tough for me to be excited about some of the, some of the stuff um, because it's just constantly, yeah, a lot of fan service and don't get me wrong. I love, having the fan service when when it's something i am excited about so i get it and it's hard to like you know it's it's kind of hypocrite hypocrite hypocritical to um to to say that but yeah it's cameos used to be special when the whole crew gets together to fight in the first anchorman and out of nowhere you got (laughs) ben stiller and anchorman 2 had liam neeson show up like those, those were cameos. Those were like, where are the, you know, a good modern, uh, somewhat modern um, cameo was um, uh, Brad Pitt in I think Deadpool or Deadpool Two, I forget. But he yep. immediately he's invisible, and yeah. he gets seen for one frame. That's 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 the art of the cameo, and I think the art, uh, I think the art is dying. It's more, it's more just kind kind of a callbacks that don't do anything but kind of just. I think people love to be um, familiar. Yeah, and it, and it's hard and it's hard to um, get out of that. Uh, well, for there, sure, and, and, and there's you're, this you're seeing a lot of that. There's a fine line too between like making sure everyone's familiar with your content and then getting too big. And now I feel like I'm lost because yeah. this is this is Marvel definitely had that like I liked that everything was tied in like the first couple phases, everything leading up to like Endgame. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah. these movies, I got the characters. We got our set of characters. I know what's going on. I've got the timelines. We got the big payoff with, with Endgame. Since then, though, I'm like, I'm like lost. It's like, okay, so I got to watch 12 Disney Plus shows. I got to watch the holiday special over here. I got to watch this this three-hour movie for a character. And I you have really... to. Right, and if you don't watch yeah. them, you're, you're lost. lost. And it's like yeah. now I have to be familiar, but I'm I'm forcing myself to watch stuff I wouldn't have watched otherwise, and I can't. You yeah. can't disconnect and just like, you can't just watch Doctor Strange, the new Doctor Strange movie, and not have seen like five other things to understand yeah. it. It's just not. It won't make any sense. You're gonna be like, well, I don't know why any of this is happening or what's going on. So yeah, that part like I appreciate the universe building and stuff, but like at a certain point, it almost gets too big and you start to like this is why i just love the simplicity of like a a spider-man or a a batman where i'm just like a one shot 
I know that character. I know who their villains are. You know, they don't do anything too crazy. We know who they're going to be fighting. We know their story. And it's it's blown up so big that um, I'm getting lost. And I want to be familiar with it, but I literally don't have enough time in the day to, like... Yeah. I, I now just go and, like, for a lot of the Marvel shows, I'll just be like, before I watch the next movie, I'll be like, all right, well... Give me a quick synopsis. Tell me what the end credit scene was at episode eight when they <laughs> ended the series, and then I'll be set for the yeah. next movie. Like, yeah, yeah, and yeah, that annoys right, yeah. me because I'd rather not have yeah. to do that. Um, and it's yeah. not just Marvel. It's I mean, it's becoming so much stuff. We'll see where DC goes with like they've got a whole new team. I mean, Star Wars is yep. getting to that point. Um, at least yeah. they've kind of kept their core story, but even that is is expanding beyond you know where you'd have to watch some stuff. And it's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Avatar is going to get eight Avatar movies. It's like how you know how far can we go before it's just like we're all overwhelmed by content? There's only so much time in a day. Yeah, yeah. It's um, Marvel has very successfully done what I think the problem is of comics themselves Mm -hmm. and that is there's too much and um it's it's too much to keep up with and because it's just like what's happening now is it's just like comics where you can't just read batman you have to read detective comics you have to read uh jla you have to read teen titans you have to read robin uh and whoever else has their one shots and catwoman um, to get the whole story or, you know, you buy the, you, you buy the collected or whatever, but with movies, that's, that's so much yeah, time and, um, yeah. And, and it's becoming very, very difficult. Um, it, that happened to me when I was watching black widow, the, uh, the credit scene, Julia Louis Dreyfus shows up and I'm like, who's that? Right. Well, that's because I didn't watch um, the uh, Winter Falcon Soldier um, show. Um, yeah, I, didn't I just either. didn't. I just didn't. Yeah, uh, and apparently she shows up in there, and I still haven't watched it. And so um, now, granted, that didn't ruin my experience completely, but um, yeah, I mean, if you are this, it, 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 even before those two big, you know, Russo brother movies. I, I saw someone post, you know, which trilogy is the best, Batman or Captain America? And I was like, what are you talking about? Of course it's Batman. But everyone's like, no, 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 no. Like, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. Captain America. And I was like, but you need this movie, this movie, this movie for these to make sense. I'm sorry. Right. Like, yeah, those are three good movies. But that, I mean, yeah. Not so, as a package, of course, though. Yeah. Everything can be argued. But yeah, it's 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 so it's 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 tough right now and um i think it's beating a dead horse talking about marvel all the time but um i i don't know i i do not know i definitely miss the days of there's a spider-man movie there's a there's an x-men movie and uh fantastic four and you know doesn't mean they were the best but that's all we had and it was a great time at the movie theater for sure yeah and i just i keep thinking every time i see one of these i keep thinking how I, I had to write a lot of papers in college and every time I wrote a paper, they would say, write the paper and explain this as if the person had never heard of this before. And yeah. that's what some movies can do really well. You can watch those Christopher Nolan, Batman movies. And even if you've never heard of Batman and you have no idea on the mythology, you can watch those yeah. three and you get the story. It starts at the beginning yeah. and it progresses through there are moments if you're a super fan that may stand out to you more than others, but you don't need yep. them to get all the way through. And that's where I'm getting lost with some, with all this new yeah. stuff is I'm like, you, you guys stopped making movies for people who haven't seen 12 other movies. Like how do I just go and enjoy two hours? And uh, yeah. it's getting harder and harder to do. And I understand the complaints. Like I, I do get it. Cause I feel that strain. Like, it's like building a collection too large. I'm like, I'm getting anxious that I haven't watched this show because now I can't watch yeah. this movie. And now I need to yeah. do research. Yeah. Like I have to read 12 articles online before I go into Dr. Strange. So I know what's happening. Yeah. And it's like that. 
that's not right. I shouldn't be anxious about watching a movie. It should just, it should make sense to me if I've never seen anything else. And there should be moments that sure make sense for other people. Do your fan service. If they're tied into everything. Great. But like, it's still going to make sense to somebody who's never seen anything else or it's, it's not that great on its own. You have to look at them as a whole universe. You can't judge these individual movies. Yeah. Yeah. And you know who, who did do it incredibly well. And of course I'm biased. But Matt Reeves and the Batman, yeah, perfect. It's, it's, it's flawless, yeah. So, right, like you again. Uh, yeah, you, you need to know anything else about that, and you could just dive right into yeah. that movie. I mean, you could. I even said when that came out, I was like, you could take Batman out of that movie, and it's still a great movie. That could he could have just been, yeah, sure, Detective Smith from the Gotham yeah. PD. Like he didn't even need to be Batman, really, and it was still yeah. a great movie. Yeah. So solid story yeah yeah like that's what you need to do yeah. you need to be able to just have a good story without the character yeah to rely on yeah yep well there's my old man Absolutely. rant for the day i know yeah <laughs> yeah it's it, it is but it d- d- doesn't mean we're wrong you know um, no no i think we're not the only people story. yeah we're not There's the only rules. people feeling this way yeah and especially when you're you get into your thirties and you have kids and now you're like, who are these movies made for? I guess you'd have to be 16 with just like unlimited time on your hands to like consume all of this. Yeah. You know, it's just not, I guess they're just not made for us anymore. There's, there's other stuff that is. That's, and that's what I realized when making content and looking at the more popular people in, in the space. Yep. Single, Young, <laughs> right. living in LA, time, 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 and opportunity. And good for them, yeah. seriously. Yeah, and and that and that's what I, and that's what I realized. I was like, I will never get to that level because I live in Kentucky. I have a kid. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just not it. I can make the best co- content possible. Uh, it's just not it's just not possible. And 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 so now, yeah, now I'm in a space of okay. Then what can I do? Right. That that people can still relate to because um, not a lot of people can relate to everything. Um, so there's there's definitely space for everyone. Um, so what is it? What can it be? And uh, yeah, yeah, it's an, it's a it's a constant figuring that out every day. But that's yeah, that's part. That's definitely part of my challenge too. Like I'm not I'm not getting invited to the Marvel premieres in LA. And even though you I can't. have you know I have Boston, that's still fairly close to me but like yeah they don't they don't do anything there like (laughs) nothing happens there it's you know could i maybe there's stuff in new york that happens like okay it's a six hour and there is like yeah yeah there is stuff in new york but the la thing is strictly i tweeted this yesterday i think it's never going to happen because you don't live there it's as simple as that they're not they're not going to pay you to fly out there no um and that's it. It, it. And people need to hopefully people realize that. Hopefully people say like your standards need to be taken down and let because you don't live there. It's never going to happen. Um, could you move out there and make it happen 100%? I know I guarantee for a fact if I moved out there despite my age, I would be at those premieres tomorrow. 100%. Oh yeah, cuz it's way easier than people think. It's just, uh, we don't live there. So that's it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just limited. And that's why you just, yeah, we got to sort of make do with what we have. But I think that's that it goes back to like sort of building that. We have that real community. You have those people that come back to that's you it. and yep. it's not just the dopamine hit of the 15 yeah, second yeah. video out of premiere. And it's like, you know, and then I, then I scream at the screen and everyone goes nuts and then I leave and it's like, yep. okay you know so on to the next thing like yeah we're we have to do more to connect and i think that w- that's what makes the content more i would say more valuable in some ways um i mean good yeah, for all those so. people out in la like i i wish i could do it and you know maybe someday i've sure, never even yeah, been absolutely. so like i'd love to just visit <laughs> and and yeah, see yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on it's out great. there um yeah but yeah it's tough it's tough Kentucky, New Hampshire, not exactly a ton of opportunity, <laughs> but you know, we're no, you know what, you know, the opportunity I do have, which I'm going to just make, I'm just going to do it. Uh, cocaine bear lives an hour away from me. 
And uh, so really? I think I'm going to go visit Cocaine Bear. Yeah, the the actual like stuffed Cocaine Bear, who was once owned by Waylon Jennings, I think I read, um, oh, that makes is an hour away from me. <laughs> so um, yeah, I uh, I'm going to put it out there and be like, right. hey, let's uh, let's you know, I can literally show you Cocaine Bear to That's tie true. in or to help. Have you, did you watch the trailer? Me. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's nutty. <laughs> I love it though. Like yeah. you know what? Good. Oh That's, yeah, that is an original off the yeah. wall. Give me that all day. Give yeah. me that all day. Yep. Cool. Speaking of movies, Shine is the movie I was talking about. I did have to Google it, but uh, Jeffrey Rush, Shine, nineteen ninety six. Huh. I I could be wrong about everything I said about that movie, but for some reason it stuck with me. Well, I'm gonna he plays I'm gonna piano really look for really a guy well. on a piano on a trampoline and. Um... <laughs> that's all i've got to work Literally, on so. honestly the, the cover of the of the movie is him is him jumping you don't see the trampoline because i'm pretty sure he's naked underneath the jacket that he's wearing but uh yeah Ooh. that's it <laughs> and, so and you random watched, you watched that how young <laughs> yeah i mean 1996 so it was definitely uh <laughs> pat i would say like fifth grades you know maybe i watched it um a couple of years later but uh yeah i was pretty well, young Hey, it had a good message and it stuck with you. Stuck with me. And that's what we love. Absolutely. That's why we yeah. watch them. That's why we do it because it sticks with us forever and uh, and we get to talk about it. That's it. That uh, Well, and I was going to say, you know what? Even though we don't have the opportunities, like this is our opportunity. It's the yeah. internet. It's the internet itself is an opportunity. The fact that I can talk to somebody in Kentucky for an hour about movies, you literally couldn't do that. Yep. I don't know, 20 years ago. That was not even possible. So. You know, yeah, we, we exactly. make our own opportunities. So I, I appreciate you coming on, though. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. We'll definitely have to do this again, and I'll definitely be looking. If you're doing the podcast circuit, I'll be checking them all out. So I'm excited to see you pop in some other places. Um, yeah. You want to give some quick plugs here before we go? Again, sure, where, where yeah. people can find you and what you're up to lately. Cocaine Bear. Yeah, it's <laughs> Cocaine Bear. Me and Cocaine Bear are hanging out soon. <laughs> Um, I, um, you know, B star cinema across the boards, uh, all the, pretty much all the platforms Two R's. um, I, uh, two R's just like Ringo, Important. but no relation. Yeah. And, um, yeah, my, I, I mentioned my, you know, scaling down my collection YouTube video, um, which is up and I'm going to a comic con this weekend with a goal of talking to Kevin Smith. Um, I, I would like to uh, get him to autograph uh, my recently acquired uh, Dogma on Blu-ray. Um, mm, so that's, that was my, a pricey that's one. my big goal. It was I pricey. Saw, I saw and that so video. The signature bee. Yeah. 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 That was not a cheap find in, in, no. in a thrift store. But you no. still did good. But, consider- I think it was still cheaper than what you'd find it for online. So you still did pretty good yeah, considering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it, and and I did, and uh, now it's going to be signed, or I'm going to try, and um, yeah, but yeah, I'll get that YouTube video up as well. But yeah, TikTok, Instagram, hanging out. Um, that's that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just I'm just I'm trying to build um, a, a better community that I think I wasn't building at the beginning when I was asking when people were asking for me to pull movies off a shelf. I think people just got their answer and 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 yeah. left and. And so that's that's just what I'm been trying to do is just try and actually build an, a real community, um, which I think is more important for sure. No, it is. That's what it's all about. And I think you'll you'll definitely get there. You've got the right content. You've got the right demeanor. You've got the right you've got the right collection too. So you'll uh, yeah. yeah you'll yeah, you'll get there. That. We'll uh, I'll make sure we'll we'll link everything whether. Whether you guys sure. are watching this on, on YouTube, if you're watching the video, we'll put all the links in the video description. If you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever, uh, it'll be in the episode description there as well. But yeah, go check out nice. go check out Brian, B-Star Cinema, two R's, B-S-T-A-R-R Cinema. Um, it's good stuff. You guys will like it. If, if you've been enjoying my content, you're, you're going to like his content for sure. So uh, go check him out and yeah, hopefully we can work together here and keep building this community up because it's it's definitely one that deserves more attention us us physical media old guys i guess at this point (laughs) we need to build this community so (laughs) yes absolutely no that's perfect and seriously thank you one for the compliments but um you know for having me on and 
just yeah. talking. It's seriously, um, it, it gives me a pep in my step and, and uh, keeps me doing what I'm doing. So I really appreciate cool. it. Yeah, no, thank you for coming on. I appreciate the time. I know this is a, we go about an hour and it's a big commitment. So I appreciate you coming on and yeah, taking yeah. the time. And no uh, hopefully a lot of people will listen to this and we'll both be better for it. And I think we will. So yes. I yes. appreciate it. Perfect. All right. Well, yeah, I will, uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, everyone. So that was our interview with Brian. Brian was super cool to talk to you. I hope you guys enjoyed that. We got, you know, into some deep topics and it was a, it was a long conversation, but definitely, uh, worthwhile and, and definitely, you know, worth listening to. I think lots of good tips and tricks in there and, and lots of good, uh, information on just like how, if you wanted to get started with content creation, um, if you wanted to start upgrading your collection from DVD to Blu-ray or Blu-ray to 4K, um, so, some really good tips in there. And so it was a really good conversation. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Definitely check out all of his content. The links will be in the description. And of course, make sure you're following along here. If you're on YouTube and watching, subscribe on YouTube. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you are, check me out, follow me there, leave me a five-star review if you enjoyed this episode. I really appreciate that. So. Thank you all for watching and listening. Have a great rest of your day. I'll be back next week with a really, really special episode. So stay tuned for that one. Um, But yeah, have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you guys soon. Coming soon. Be sure to subscribe to the Films at Home podcast using your favorite app so you don't miss another episode. And while you're there, don't forget to rate and review this podcast, which helps us out tremendously. You can also help support us by watching our short-form content over on YouTube and TikTok by searching Films at Home. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at films underscore at underscore home. The intro and outro were created by Elon Osborne. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.